Hello, everyone. Well, Griffin had a baby. So I'm Mr. Low Voice this time. Low Voice. Are you ready for adventure? We have one for you. Like you ordered. We recorded it at Max FunCon East in September. We hope you like it very much. The regular low voice guy will be back next time. Oh, and be sure to join us in the middle. By us, I mean me and Justin. For an exciting announcement. Anyway, are you ready to enter? The Adventure Zone! <laughs> You guys are so far away from me. I didn't realize. We're so close to each other. Uh, hi, everybody. You can't do that. Welcome to the welcome to the podcast. You're in you're in the podcast. Uh, who here has uh, listened to the Adventure Zone before? Okay. Thank thank God. Uh, who here Who here has played Dungeons and Dragons before? Who here played Dungeons and Dragons today? <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, so we're going to... Is the projector... Okay, I can unplug this then. Uh, and uh, we're, we're going to play a quick little one-shot little story game today. Uh, do you guys want to introduce yourselves? Or our characters? Us or our characters? I different. think of you as sort of a symbiotic unit at this point. Uh, I am Travis McElroy, and I play Magnus Burnside, the fighter and folk hero. Thank you. A.K.A. The Hammer. In some circles, yes. I'm Clint McElroy, and I play Merle Highchurch, and I'm a... All right, and Justin. <laughs> um, I'm a cleric. Yeah. My, my name is Stephen Amell. You may know me better as TV's The Arrow. <laughs> You've certainly already guessed that from my pecs and sculpt of my body. But I, this whole time, I've been playing uh, the Elven Wizard Taco. And we've left a seat open for Elijah. For, for nerdy Elijah. Nerdy role-playing. Uh, let's hop right into it. Are you guys ready? Hell yes. yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, so the three of you, Merle, Magnus, and Taco, have joined the Bureau of Balance for a weekend-long mandatory corporate team-building retreat. <laughs> at a woodland complex called Camp Goodfriend, tucked away in an idyllic few acres of the Trollbark Forest. The event was organized by the director of the Bureau of Balance, who began to notice a slight resentment between the different teams of the Bureau of Balance. Uh, uh, the, jealousy. The, a little bit of jealousy uh, in between the ranks. 
Uh, and uh, in order to squash that, she has sort of brought the whole organization on to, wow, you guys are really genuinely far away, uh, to, to Camp Goodfriend. Uh, and it's day three of your retreat. First two were filled with the types of activities you'd expect. Uh, seminars on effective corporate communication, um, panels led by HR representatives on workplace etiquette, some, some bonfires with musical accompaniment led by Johan the Bard, um, and Camp Goodfriend has been uh, fine. The three of you have your own private bunk away from the, some of the bigger cabins, but you're still kind of roughing it. Tell us more about the bunk, Griffin. Well, why don't you tell me about what you've been doing at Camp Goodfriend, what sorts of activities you've been participating in. Lanyards. We did a lot of lanyards. Okay. Those are, those are hot. Okay. Right I did a lot of fantasy skeet shooting with arrows. Would that even it work? It was very hard. Yeah. It did not go well. It went poorly. Taco? I slept in a lot and blew off as many activities as I possibly could. <laughs> okay. A nugget of truth there. Um, <laughs> but it's the final day of, of your stay at Camp Goodfriend, um, during which everybody is supposed to participate in something called the Trial of Teamwork, which the events organizers and counselors have promised to be a completely transformative experience which will change your lives and allow you to relate to your fellow human or elf or dwarf or whatever in ways that you've never imagined. And you're summoned to the Enclave of Cooperation, a large clearing in the forest with a stone circle of benches. Uh, and uh, just past that is a, a, a hilltop dungeon with a, an archway entrance uh, with a, a big heavy gate. Over it. Now, does this, does this seem like legit, or does this seem like paper mache? They built it, you know. It's funny thing. that you ask that. Totally paper mache. Like Great. this is All like right. a. This is very much a set. Uh, uh, there is a large bulletin board next to the entrance of the dungeon with some long scrolls attached to it. Um, and gathered around this circle, you see different Bureau Balance employees. Some you've met before, some you have probably haven't put in the effort to meet. Uh, and they're all congregating in groups of four. And they seem like really touchy-feely, for lack of a better term. Like they've, just, like, like they've just had this wonderful experience. You see uh, a quartet just sitting. Oh, God. Oh, that had a lid on it. Thank God. Um, <laughs> You see a quartet on the, ground, uh, on the ground in a circle with their arms wrapped around each other. You see a, a dwarven woman sitting on a bench with three other bureau employees just kind of comforting her as she has this like emotional moment. Uh, you see other characters from the show like Avi, Johan, Leon, and the director, and they're very excitedly recapping the events of the trial, and they're laughing and hugging like a lot. Uh, so all around you are these groups that are having these, these enthusiastic conversations and these emotional interactions. Uh, and as you approach the entrance to the trial, you see the head counselor for Camp Goodfriend, whose name is Art Goodfriend. And you've probably interacted with him a few times throughout the weekend. Uh, he's a very over-enthusiastic elven guy who wears sunscreen, which is probably the first time you've seen that. He probably invented sunscreen in this fantasy world. Uh, and he motions you towards the sign-up board. And he says, uh, hello, boys. Uh, how were your sessions today? Did you learn any new life skills or... Make any new friends? No. <laughs> uh, we, we, the food was good. The food yeah. was really good. Except who stops? St wait. Fucking stop. Try it again. The was food was good. Thank oh. you. <laughs> Fucking killing me. Who stops serving pancakes at 9 a.m.? <laughs> I missed the whole thing. And to get Cheetos, fantasy Cheetos, <laughs> from the, the, the store, from the, from the uh, what do you call that, trading posts. <laughs> okay, well, there's one, one spot left on the sign-up sheet for the trial of teamwork. You better get in there while you still can. Hmm. 
I'm Bobcat. I'm played by Bobcat Goldfade a little bit. <laughs> you we know, do, yeah, we do. The, what, what did you say? You yeah. got to sign up for the trial of teamwork. Pay attention. I just said it four seconds ago. Is it like, is it a verbal sign up or do we need to like actually like write? There's a fucking bulletin board, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Do, like, yeah. Do I, wait. We, I have to check my inventory. Do I have a pen? <laughs> A pin will be provided to you. <laughs> Our greatest challenge yet. <laughs> Should we roll something? Yeah, yeah do we need to roll an initiative? We, We're we, allowed to go until 9.30 p.m. with this show, I rolled right? a two. Okay. Okay, I rolled we, a 12 in cursive. Okay, we, we, you, we do that. Okay, yeah. Dad, with that 12 in cursive, you write morple on the board. <laughs> Good enough. Nobody's nervous. <laughs> he says, the other, you know, the other two boys, you don't seem too enthusiastic about the trial of teamwork. Don't you want to earn the teamwork medal? And he holds up a medallion. Now I do. There's Whoa. a golden medallion, a golden round medallion. And on it, emblazoned on it, are two big burly arms reaching in for a powerful handshake. Arms? Yeah. Well, no, these, these, are, uh, these are decorative arms. Magnus can't sign up fast enough. Okay, Magnus signs up. He shoves Art out of the way to get to it. Taco, even though he's not in the way. Taco, come on, don't be afraid. I'm just here to help you become a better us. That's one of my taglines. I, uh, I cast Mage Hand and make okay, that fucking hand great. sign for me. Okay. I'm not gonna... That's technically perjury, I think. <laughs> Uh, the three of you have signed up for the last spot for the trial of teamwork, uh, and you notice there's a fourth n- spot in this uh, in this this sign-up sheet. And uh, Art says, uh, "Oh, that's right. Uh, teams for the trial of teamwork have to have four people. And actually, there's somebody who specifically requested to join your your outfit in this attempt. Hey, Brad. Brad. Brad." Brad! <laughs> Hey, Brad. Hello, Brad. Hey, Brad. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Uh, everyone, this is Brad Bradson, uh, who is being played by Stuart Wellington from the Flophouse podcast. Hey, guys. This is our first time having a guest on the show, so we're all very scared right now. <laughs> um, what's, uh, tell us about Brad Bradson a little bit, uh, Stuart. Oh, okay, let me... <laughs> uh, Brad works for Human Resources for the oh. Bureau of Balance. Uh, Brad uh, is from a tribe of hill people. His father was Brad the Bloodthirsty. His grandfather was ba- Brad the Bonebreaker. Now, so Brad, he's sort of gone away from his. Uh... Yeah, well, kind of. He's searching for his own truth. Okay, that's so important. So his enemies know him as Brad the Motivator. Uh, and that's what I'm here to do today, guys. And I wanna, I'm curious if you all have met Brad before, if you've had any interactions with human I, resources. I keep getting notes from someone named Brad, but <laughs> it's a mystery to me. There was one office Christmas party, but I think we both want to forget it right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Taco? No. <laughs> Brad, have you heard of these three before? Oh, I've heard plenty about these okay. three. Okay. Uh, Brad Bradson, you uh, you walk over and sign up on the sign-up sheet, 
and finally you have a, a, a full team. Uh, and uh, Art, Art, good friend, leads you towards the, the cobblestone archway into the hilltop dungeon. Uh, and as you walk over there, the gate opens up and you see uh, a, a few familiar faces. You see Carrie and Killian and Noel and Angus emerge from the archway. Uh, and Angus is riding on Noel's robot shoulders. Uh, and they're, just, they're all just having a great time. Uh, their faces are... Are, are streaked with tears of joy, uh, and they're just like excitedly retelling what happened in the dungeon below. Uh, and Carrie says, uh, oh my God, Taco, you gotta get in there. It's, it's life-changing stuff. Hey, Bill, and walks uh, past the group. Uh, Say, uh, c- careful guys, don't uh, fall off her shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> and Angus- Wait, are you HR or are you a safety inspector? <laughs> it's a little bit of both, you know. <laughs> Uh, Angus says, "Hello, sirs. Ugh. I'm excited for what you're gonna. I'm excited for what you're going to learn about in there. Visa, High five. Visa, vi treating your coworkers nicer. High five. <laughs> well, I was about to do a thing, but now maybe not. If if we kill anybody, is it canon? Jesus. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Ango is still a child." Uh, so the, the gate... You heard it here first. The, Clint McElroy will kill a child. <laughs> yeah. The gate opens again and Art motions you inside and says, uh, good luck and great teamwork. <laughs> I'm melting. <laughs> we, we could literally be walking into a dragon's maw and it'd be better than spending another fucking second with Art. <laughs> we do that. We walk into the dragon's maw. Okay. I think, I think Art's pretty great, actually, guys. Okay. Uh, <laughs> It's a $2 cover. There, uh, before you're allowed to go in, there's a deposit box where you have to drop off all of your magic items. Not your weapons. You still get to keep those, but you don't get to keep I any I printed out a whole list. I know. He's got a whole sheet of stuff <laughs> in his bag. And to be now fair, it's gone. Anything in Magnus's hands is collector's item. <laughs> did you Wait, did it? I put any in my butt? Hey, can I put... Are there any of those I could have fit in my butt? You just check and let me know later. Is there anything he can hoop? He didn't come out of his butt. It's okay to open it. I sneak it in in my butt. Yeah, I've been keeping a lot of items. Not all in my butt. <laughs> Enough to make him walk funny. Uh, so you move through the archway and into a small round chamber. Oh. Pocket spa? Do you want to shove a tent in your ass? Hey, let's, don't let's yuck a, his let's yum. Let's abandon this Yeah, I don't want to yuck any yum, so you want to put a pop tent in your butt. All right, let's, let's move on, let's move on. Uh, you, you move on through the archway and into a small round chamber. Uh, the only thing of, of note in here is a small design carved onto the stone floor that reads, Enter colleagues, exit best friends. God almighty. And ahead of you is a, a long, narrow... <laughs> ahead of you is a long, narrow stone staircase leading down a tunnel down into the hill and underground. Um, and as you move down it, there's a surprisingly warm breeze blowing up. Magnus starts stair- running towards the breeze. <laughs> it's literally a breeze. He's running. It's wind. Okay. Can't stop are him. you are you like an excitable man or a monarch butterfly? <laughs> <laughs> like literally. Uh, and uh, as you you uh, finish your descent down these long uh, uh, narrow stairs, you. Uh, emerge into a large room lit by several huge sconces built into the wall, and it is kind of a shitty room. It's, uh, it's about the size of a cellar, um, and it's kind of decorated as in, like, papier-mâché 
dungeon attire. Like it looks like a theater set designed to look like a or like a spooky haunted house. Like a lot of uh, a lot of hard. What's that hard foam that you spray and it makes it look like hard oh, foam? Yeah, you got it. Uh, so yeah, you're in basically a fake dungeon. Uh, Magnus walks around for a while just poking his finger through stuff. Yeah, you can. Like, you walk to the paper mache wall and it just goes, boink, straight through it. Uh, like peop- and uh, as you enter this large chamber... People worked on that room, Magnus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be great. As you enter the chamber, uh, the uh, 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 portcullis drops behind you, uh, preventing your exit from, from the trial of, of, uh, of teamwork. I might do a strength check to pick it back up. Okay. <laughs> That was a six? No. What? Eight. So 14. Jesus, plus eight. Yeah, you could get out if you want. Okay. <laughs> I do that a couple times. Just, uh, uh, okay. Uh, and let's get into the first trial. So you're standing in front of uh, 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 the first trial, and about six inches off the ground is a series of five, six and a half foot long planks of wood the ends of which are resting on small circular metal pegs built into the ground. They make a zigzag pattern over a span of 30 feet, and you notice that below this series of planks, or essentially this low ropes course, uh, is red carpet. And above you, you hear a loudspeaker being activated, and you hear Art's voice through the loudspeaker. Uh, And he says, um, uh, I should... For your first trial... What? Unintelligible. Huh? Oh, you really can't hear that? Yeah, Okay. Well, imagine a loudspeaker effect. <laughs> Can you do that in post? Do you have a knob over there that's like yeah. loudspeaker? As there, his voice comes through I got a these loudspeakers. I got a thumbs up. I don't see any knobs twiddling over there. Uh, so over the loudspeaker you hear, for your first trial, your whole team has to cross the planks to the other side. But be careful, because the floor is lava. <laughs> Magnus pokes the red carpet. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, don't touch the lava unless you want to earn teamwork penalties. It's not, lo- it's not lava. It's, it's a garbage. Okay. And the loudspeaker clicks off. Magnus goes running across the planks or whatever. Okay, make an acrobatics roll. <laughs> Eight. Five. Two. A ten is actually, uh, okay, you're just running all the way across? Yeah. Okay, Magnus has crossed the bridge by himself. How big are like the gaps in between? Like how big of a? Uh, they're not. There's not that big uh, a gap. It's just so it's just like a bridge. Well, the boards are pretty narrow, so you got to be careful also to step in the lava. <laughs> Is there room to walk around the sides? Uh, I mean, the the planks are, are wide enough to like you could hang out there for a second. But if is you there want. like empty floor space on the sides? No, it's lava, baby, lava all over. <laughs> is it really lava? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it really lava? Uh, no, it's a red carpet on the floor. Well, um, Merle walks across the red carpet. No, it doesn't. Jumps across. You're going to jump carpet. 30 gonna, horizontal feet. I am going to jump. <laughs> yes. All right, make an, make, make an athletics roll. Okay. To jump, to ju- hey, Dad, to jump 30 horizontal feet. You can do it. Do you know they just set a new world record in the Olympics for the long jump? For like fucking eight, and the, Olymp- <laughs> and the, the Olympics are for humans. <laughs> but go ahead and do it, because you said it. Go ahead and roll you your thirty. 30- okay, screw no. you. I will. 
What nope. am I looking at? Not any just of roll a d20. You always just roll a d20. Yeah, but I got to know what my you amplifier plus zero. is. Plus, plus zero. zero. Perfect, baby. Yeah, let, yeah. That, let them bones crit, roll. Crit, crit, yeah. crit. It's an eight. It's an, I can read. It's you jump, you uh, jump. But on a sideways, it's infinity, which is the roll he would need to get <laughs> to actually make the jump. Nailed it. You 30 horizontal feet, Clinton. <laughs> you jump five and a half feet and you land right on the carpet like one-sixth of the way past this oh, trial. No, I was jumping over where the plank is. So I landed on the plank. Bullshit, you did. Make the best acrobatics roll of your life and I'll see if you land on the plank. Here it goes. Do it. Here it goes. Now we're playing D&D, baby. Roll. So 17. Just read it. 17, and I add a zero. Okay. Okay, yeah, that's enough. You land on your belly on the plank like, like this, like inches from, from the red carpet, but you didn't you So didn't like land. right out of America. But you cleared videos. like one board. Okay. I start clapping. Okay. So you, that's a great first try, Merle. Well done. Thank you. Thank you very much, this Bart. This is like really easy. You just walk across them. Where's the fun in that? Okay. Well, you have like a whole show to do. <laughs> Somebody else do something. Uh, I start tearing up pieces of paper in the shape of the logs, and I put them on the floor and start trying to arrange them in a puzzle. Fuck yeah. <laughs> whatever, whatever you roll to get across it, you have advantage on. Oh, advantage. Uh, I'm going to say insight, and that is... <laughs> Wait, uh, no, okay. No, I mean, you just have whatever you use to cross the bridge. You can't no. use insight to cross I the bridge. I don't know. I see you, Bridge. I'm saying okay. you have advantage on whatever you do to get across the bridge. He so, has two. Yeah, he's got, he's got advantage. That's what it means. We've been playing Dungeons & Dragons for two years. Then I will uh, hold on to my clipboard and run across those uh, boards. Are you fucking jumping over Merle? Uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, I'll tap him on the shoulder and say, great job. Okay. And keep running. And I'll raise up at the worst possible moment. <laughs> Whack! While this is all going on, I cast fucking levitate on myself. Okay. And I float across the lava like a grown man. Okay. <laughs> it is, or, it is, or it is effortless. Case, elf, I guess, is the case. It is, it is effortless. Whoop. Uh, I, got, I got a 17 for my athletics role. Okay, yeah, and you're, what are you doing? How, what is the interaction between Merle and you on the bridge? I say you did a wonderful job, Merle. Keep going. And with that encouragement, I clear the rest of the plank. <laughs> uh, no, you can make it a, another acrobatics roll to finish crossing the rest of it. But I think it'll be, it'll he, be, should, he should get advantage on it because that was very motivational. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, the check will be lower than 10. I'll say that. Okay. Between the... Thank God. But I have advantage, though. Didn't that no, Doc. No. What did you roll? Can I, can I enhance his ability with enhance ability? Yeah, sure. I enhance his ability. What does it mean? Uh, I think he has. Wait. Uh, he has. Uh, wait a second. Following effects. Some kind of thing that I don't know. <laughs> uh, it doesn't You'll say it on my name great, card. Brad. Um, All right. I guess it you're you're acrobatic. Go wait and roll your. Do you have an instrument? What is your instrument, Brad the Bard? It's the oratory. <laughs> Clearly, Brad did a lot of speech in the so when you, when, So this whole time when you're like, hey, keep it up, that's literally you casting magic spells. <laughs> exactly. That's fucking amazing. Okay, so roll it again, and you have a plus two on your roll. It's a 14. Do you want different dice? I love you very much. No, Do you need different eyeballs? I don't have my glasses. 
Uh, 14. Could you please pass my dad his glasses? Thank you. Thank you. Here honey. we go. We'll be it's here a family all show. Day. I already know it's a 14 plus. Hey, it, look, it's the spectacles of you should have had those in the first place. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Legendary the spectacles. 14. All right, yeah, you make it across the bridge. All of you have cleared the first trial of teamwork. Thank you. Without manifesting a single shred of teamwork. Well, that's not true. Except for Brent. Over the the loudspeaker. (laughs) Almost right on the first try. It's Brad. You'll get it next time. (laughs) Onward. Magnus runs ahead. Over the loudspeaker, you hear a... Uh, well, that was a decent job, but two of you did cross without using any teamwork at all, so I'm afraid you incurred one teamwork penalty. Yay! No! Um, I could use a pen if anybody has one. It's not important, but uh, I just need a pen. Uh, well, you'll need that pen for... Yeah, that's great. Can I borrow that? Thank you. I'll return it. Uh, no, he won't. I need to keep track of your teamwork penalties. <laughs> TPs one. Uh, Okay, Uh, he says, uh, do you guys know what that uh, trial was supposed to teach you? No. No. You don't want to wager a guess about what the trial was supposed to mean. The floor is lava. Not criticizing your parents. (laughs) (laughs) That's not a bad one. I was about to say using character voices, but he kind of cut my legs out from underneath me on that one. (laughs) Not using character voices. No, it's supposed to mean that we all walk the same path in life, and it's easier with help with your friends. (laughs) (laughs) All right, next challenge. (laughs) Okay, Uh, you are on the second trial, and you're standing in front of a smooth wooden wall. It's about 15 feet tall and 10 feet wide, Uh, and uh, it's it's several feet deep as well. And those are the dimensions of the wall, everybody. And um, it's, built, it's built into the floor, and it's pretty sturdy, and the loudspeaker clicks on, and uh, uh, you hear Art say, for this challenge, you have to help each other up and over the wall. Make sure you don't leave your guys behind. Your can guys? I, can I jump up it? What the fuck is wrong with you guys not understanding jumping abilities? 15 feet isn't that much. 15 I feet is one and a half stories. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to jump and then plant uh, uh, plant rail splitter in and pull myself the rest of the way up. <laughs> okay, yeah, that works. Then actually this would be make an attack roll on the wall. This should be better for you. I, well, that's a five plus nine, 14. I mean, that's a wall, so yeah, you get a... It's you, not going to dodge. <laughs> you jump and get it in there and then uh, make, a, make an athletics roll to finish climbing the rest of the way up. 13. Yeah, you're good. Uh, you uh, eight twenty one. You, you managed to go up. Quick question though: Do you take the axe with you? Yeah. Okay. Not fucking wonderful. You take this uh, handle that you installed in the wall for yourself, and you reach the top of the wall by yourself. <laughs> I, I might drop a rope. Uh, you don't have any items with you other than your weapons. Even, you said magic guy. I don't have a rope. Ropes are pretty magical if you think about it. You can tie two things okay, together with them. You can do, there's all kinds of stuff you can do with a rope. I lay down on my stomach and kind of, you know, lower an arm down. Oh, that's really sweet of you. Uh, okay, uh, what's everybody else doing? What's the, what's the wall made out of? Wood. And we got to go, what now, 13 feet up? I've got about three. How long your arms? Oh, hold on, everybody. I got it. No problem. I cast uh, Reduce, which is second level transmutation, on okay. the wall. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You, 
you are reducing. The, what does that do? Uh, I, I mean, I can cause an object within range to grow smaller or larger for the duration. Does it say how small? How small are you making this wall? Uh, Better it, make it about two feet. <laughs> it literally doesn't say. All right, I mean, then you tell me, dog. How big's the wall now? Vi- uh, it's it's uh, it's two feet tall. <laughs> Just enough to be adorable. Like a Malibu Barbie dream house. Now everybody okay, gets over uh, the wall. Uh, okay, you well, shrink. Fuck the, me, I guess. Yeah, you <laughs> shrink. Here's it. Yeah, fuck you. Double the sh- the wall shrinks very fast. And Magnus, you like you are on your chest when it shrinks. And so when the wall just is suddenly eight feet shorter, you fall eight feet and land on your ribs on the corner of the wooden wall, and you take seven damage. That's your pen, Brad. <laughs> I was trying to do good. Uh, okay, the wall is now two feet tall. You can now just because you guys have some trouble with spatial stuff, that's tall enough to climb over easily. <laughs> As I climb over, I rub Magnus's shoulder and whisper, "Feel better, friend," and cast healing word. Oh, nice! Is this what it's Healed like to play Dungeons and Dragons with a competent person? <laughs> We're doing great, guys. Uh, oh, okay. we are so going to let you die. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing personal. If that's my truth, so be it. Oh, <laughs> Wait, holy shit. Hold on. <laughs> Brad, that's how deep it goes? That's how deep your well of motivation goes? You got to trust in the universe to provide death sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, you... Uh, you you clear this wall. Uh, I haven't and cleared it yet. Oh, okay. It's two feet tall. What are you doing? Let's make a fucking three-hour play jump out of it. it. All right, you're jumping over it. Here we go. Three, three. You fucking hit your feet on the wall and you fall over and land on your face for four damage. It's so wrong. Taco. Try to have a little panache. What? What do you do? You I just walk over the wall. That All I right. Shrunk. With magic. Uh, you, uh, you make it over the wall. I can't, and I, I literally, not a joke, kick Merlin's fucking ribs. I'm so, <laughs> so angry at him, but I have a soft shoe. It's not damage inducing, just, I'm so mad. Okay. I can uh, live with it. You, uh, I trip, I trip Taco as he goes over for her to my ribs. <laughs> All right, Taco, Taco, make a dexterity saving throw. It's a seven. All right, yeah, you plus, fall over. And you actually plus three. Uh, okay, I'd say that does it. Ten, ten will clear it. A little stumble, but I regain Yeah, you're fine. Uh, I, I'm taking a lot of notes at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Art actually chimes in. He's like, you guys know you earned a teamwork penalty for that one, right? You know I don't have to tell yeah, you. Like, yeah. you three of you actively hurt other people. We did start off well, though. There was... There was like we no, we there was started off bad. You put an axe in a wall and then stole it. We started off very but bad. I lowered my hand back down. Yeah, know. after he put a guilt trip on you. That's teamwork sometimes. <laughs> Guys, we can agree to disagree, right? Fuck off, Brad. <laughs> I All think right. it's Brad. You're on to the third trial. Oh, do you know what that trial was supposed to teach you guys? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm guessing we didn't learn it. 
And sometimes life throws obstacles at you sometimes, and it's easier to get over them with the help from your friends. Right, right, right. Okay. <laughs> uh, so you're on to the third trial, and immediately in front of you is a 15-foot high wall, another one, a separate 15-foot high wall that I definitely planned for. <laughs> no, fuck it. We got to do... I got I to gotta respect the fiction. It's the same wall... Uh, that you were just standing on, that you shrank down this now two-foot-high wall. Uh, uh, Off the back of this wall is a set of now very small stairs (laughs) leading back down to the ground. But a majority of this, the the back side of this wall is just a ledge with now a two-foot drop. And the loudspeaker chirps on. He goes, well, this is going to be kind of anticlimactic, but it's time for trust falls. Um, it's only two feet, but, um... Magnus falls off it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just catch me, Art. <laughs> okay, you, the falling style here is, like, backwards, mm-hmm. not looking. Okay. Go on. So you just fall backwards off the back of the wall. I trust everyone. Okay. Wait, hold on. Give them a chance. Who? My friends. They're not... They're You're waiting the to catch you. Everybody's by the wall. It's two feet. They could do it. Uh, you fall, but it's just two feet, so you don't take any damage. But now you're in catching position for everybody else. Uh, who's, who's going? Me. Okay. I fall. It <laughs> <laughs> catches me. We all move on with our lives. <laughs> Make a strength check. 15 plus 8. You super catch taco. Great job, guys. I throw him over my shoulder. Okay. Next. Uh, I'm, I kind of push Merle out of the way because I want to do it. Okay. Oh, on, d- Brad. Yo, Brad's got a dark side. Now it's Brad's time to shine, guys. <laughs> and I arms wide open back into Magnus's arms. Okay. I move. <laughs> do you really? He's two feet. Okay. He's going to be fine. I've already got talk over one No, shoulder. no, it's, it's cool. It's cool. Uh, Brad, yeah, you fall, you fall on your back, Brad, and it, you don't take any damage, but it's embarrassing. Yeah. Oh, no. I've been embarrassed before. Yeah. It's okay, guys. You next get, time. You know, you'll catch me next time I fall. You, uh, That's what being sure. friends is all about, Magnus, is okay. catching your friends when they fall. And, you know, sometimes you slip up. <laughs> Suddenly, Magnus feels very bad. <laughs> you, uh, you actually, As does Travis. You actually fall. When you fall... You land on some gum on the floor, and it gets in your ponytail. No! <laughs> uh, I quickly pull some peanut butter out of my pocket that I keep. You don't have any some... items. Oh, no, my magic no, it's peanut just, butter? Like, it's just loose peanut butter. <laughs> hey, <laughs> listen, Magnus will chop your ponytail off for you if you want. <laughs> yeah, you've got a corrupted he, body he part. He does it all the time. That is a strange use of the word, if I want, <laughs> because I do not want that. But sometimes, you know, sometimes necessity requires sacrifices, guys. And I think this is one of those Chop times. Chop it off. So I hold my arm over my eyes so I don't have to see my beautiful ponytail oh my shorn God. from my head. I say, do it, Magnus. I trust you. I just, With your axe near my head. I just pull his hair out of the gum. It's not... It's not like a thing. I don't have to cut it off. It's super in there. Okay. I want you to look at this. All right? Look at this. 
right. Uh, so you know what's I coming. Make, a, make an attack roll on Brad's hair. I'm, I want you to know, I'm aiming for the very end where the gum is, so I don't have to cut off the whole thing. Yeah, it takes a long... How long did it take so you to... Hold on, wait, before you, roll, so, uh, before you roll some backstory, Brad, how long have you been working on this ponytail, 25 dog? years. Jesus. I am aiming for the very last inch that's stuck in the gum. Okay. Go ahead and roll. Oh, God. It's a 20. It's a crit 20. Holy shit. Like a fucking samurai with Hattori Hanzo steel. You, <laughs> slow motion, you watch each hair be severed and it flows away in the way. And it leaves you with a lot of ponytail. <laughs> Thank you, Magnus. I think it looks better now, actually. <laughs> you cleared off all my stuff. I feathered it anytime. Yeah. Uh, Taco, did you trust fall already? Uh, yeah, remember? Yeah, you that's right. Him? All yeah. right, we're all, we're all. Oh, Merle. I'm going to jump over it <laughs> backwards. <laughs> so jump. <laughs> Jump back. So like a trust jump. A trust jump. What do I roll? <laughs> on the ground. You roll on the ground. The rule of thumb is: Are you flipping? Because if you're flipping, it's acrobatics. Yeah, I I flipped. Okay, what'd you get? Uh, fourteen. All right. Yeah, you just jump over Magnus and you land on the floor and you didn't really trust fall, but it was cool. <laughs> it's all about how you look, baby. That's gonna be just one more quick teamwork penalty. <laughs> <laughs> This is not going great. Anybody want to just wager your guess at what the trust fall is supposed to teach you? Falling. Trust? Trust is right, yes! It sounds like we should get our penalty back for that. No, it's still a penalty. You intentionally let a man fall into gum, and then you used an axe on him. I... That was good. It was good stuff. He usually does music there, right? I just had to make some music. I'm not a musician. Hi, everybody. It's Justin McElroy. Uh, just wanted to join you here in the middle of the show. I hope you're enjoying it. And thanks again to Stuart Wellington for for um, helping us out with uh, with the episode. And of course to to Max FunCon for for having us. It was uh, I, you know what? If you'll pardon my language, it was a heck of a lot of fun. Hello, it's me, the Internet's Travis McElroy. Yes, that's right. Powerful influencer. Travis McElroy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis, how did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything, your products, content you create, or even your time. What? What influencer doesn't do that? I ask you, I'll wait, that's right, none of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's, uh, just as an aside, you can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth, don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with 
reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code adventure to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. We have an aura frame here at our house and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as they get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So, right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A, frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Chicago, we're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2, and we're doing live shows, all a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out, and Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2 schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information is there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all of the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little Sailor Man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. We got a couple of personal messages here. The first is for J. Scott Scoot, Jewel Robber, and it's from Chelsea Jewel Robber. And it says, you won't believe my Naperville paper mill, whipper will, stable bill, but April will, she'll believe anything. Hail Iris, thank you for being a genius weirdo nerd who invents things like computer-generated poetry <laughs> or dumb tongue twisters that you repeat at me until I hate them but who also genuinely loves and supports me. I'm glad we're forever buddies. That is so sweet. And uh, 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 congratulations, you two, for finding each other. I think that that's really, really wonderful. Uh, this is a great message for Jay from Jay. Are you ready for the message? You guessed it. Jay. So thanks for that. You're not getting that money back, but we appreciate the money very much. And you know what? We got a two-for-one sale uh, this this week on the Adventure Zone. I'm going to read it to you again. Jay! So I hope you have a great Jay. Jay. Uh, one more message 
uh, for Iris Explosion from Zelma Zelma. It says, happy birthday to my favorite naked weirdo and true sexpert, soon to have the degree on her wall to prove it. May your birthday herald a year of success and luck. You fucking deserve it. So much love, Zelma. That is so sweet. Uh, it's a little later than Iris's birthday, but hey, Zelma Zelma, uh, that is really kind of you to say. And happy birthday to you, Iris. So I want to say real quick, we have some exciting news for for you. Uh, this is something that we've been uh, sitting on for a while, but we can finally uh, talk about it with you because uh, they're letting us now. So we're talking about it now. And it is, you ready? Really excited? It's the Adventure Zone graphic novel. The Adventure Zone, Here There Be Gerblins, is coming. It's going to be written by us, but really mainly by Dad. Really, by Dad. Uh, he's adapting it from the first volume of uh, uh, The Adventure Zone, and it's going to be illustrated by none other than Carrie Peach. And it's coming from first second in 2018. Um, and uh, you, you can actually see a little bit of it and learn a whole lot more uh, checking out Nerdist.com. Uh, they're going to have the, the scoop on it. And uh, you can also just go to at the Zonecast on Twitter and you'll find uh, a link there. We're going to be talking a lot more about it as we get closer to it. Uh, but uh, we're really excited. It's going to be really good. And the art's cool. And Carrie's cool. And Dad's okay. And first second's cool. And it's just going to be a really neat thing we've been working on it for a long long time already and we're going to be working on it longer uh and we're going to make it like if you're a fan of the show or even if you don't listen to the show it's going to be a really cool thing uh and uh we can't wait to to tell and show you more so uh, check out nerdist.com today for for more info or go to our twitter uh at the zone cast so anyway thank you to everybody involved with that can't wait for it but for now i can't wait for more of this episode but the good news is i don't have to because here it is. Uh, all right, you're on to the fourth trial. Uh, a few feet past the Trustfall platform, you see a small metal statue on a wooden pedestal. And the statue depicts four adventurers, a, an armored dwarven fighter, a devout elven cleric, a bookish human wizard, and a guitar-wielding orc, all laughing and high-fiving each other, obviously a symbol of successful teamwork. From the loudspeaker, you hear Art say, this is the totem of constructive criticism. <laughs> All you have to do to complete this trial is touch the statue and then give someone a piece of helpful advice on their performance, either in, in this dungeon or just in general. And once, once all four of you have given some advice, you can move on. But don't be nasty unless you want to get some teamwork penalties. So we have to say something nice? Nope. No, it's the tone of a constructive criticism. Okay. Who's going first? You know, I saw we had some cosplay in the audience. Who's going to, okay. <laughs> We're actually at about uh, 50, 40, 45, 50 minutes okay, right okay. now. So I put my to... hand on and I say, Brad. Okay, wait. As you touch yeah. it, as you touch the statue, one of the four heroes uh, lights up. And the hero that lights up for you, Magnus, is the uh, human wizard. So you have to give a piece of constructive criticism for Taco. Yeah, go oh, ahead. Oh, dick. <laughs> Taco? Yes. I feel like. Go on. 
sometimes you cast spells without any consideration of whether or not it might injure me specifically. <laughs> a, a touch, a palpable touch, I do confess it. <laughs> and I would like it if you would stop doing that <laughs> because our cleric sucks at healing. <laughs> Uh, okay, that... It's not about wait, you, Hold on. Wait. That part of the statue turns gold, and he actually turns to give you a thumbs up. Nailed it. Uh, who's next? Me. Taka, you touch the statue, and the uh, cleric lights up. Fuck. You need to give a piece of constructive criticism for Merle. I just want to remind you that this is our daddy. It's our da- hey, Justin? It's our daddy, though. Yeah. No, 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 no. Your spells can be used to heal wounds. <laughs> so maybe give her a shot. And with that, that uh, the, the elven cleric turns gold uh, and gives you a big thumbs up. Uh, who's next? I'll go. Uh, Merle, you touch... I'll the, go! Merle, you touch the statue and the uh, dwarven fighter lights up uh, and uh, you need to give a piece of constructive criticism for Magnus. For your middleest boy. For your middleest... Wait, is Brad going to have to compliment himself? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> constructive criticism for Magnus. I think that I would worry a lot less in those times when I'm pondering the fate of you if maybe you didn't rush into every situation like a giant horse's ass. Well put. All right. Do you like that? The Dwarven fighter turns gold, gives you a big thumbs up, and all that's left is Brad. Uh, I'll go next, guys. Cool, Brad. <laughs> Good choice. And, uh, Good Bra- math. I go up and touch the statue. All right, yeah, the, uh, the orc uh, uh, bard lights up, and you need to just sort of give yourself, uh, just sort of do a, a quick sort of... Um, Some self-inventory. Yeah, debrief yeah. yourself on how it's been going so far and what you could do better. You know, Brad. <laughs> I think of Stuart on Saturday Night Live <laughs> looking in the mirror. Brad. You know... Sometimes you don't let people get close enough and know the real you. Jesus. You hold people at bay. You focus too much on kind of your work relationships and not maybe, you know, a relationship outside of work, Brad. You know, they could get to know the Brad that likes to party, you know, that likes, you know, that brews his own beer at home and has a stamp collection. Okay, yeah, the, the orc turns gold and gives you a big <laughs> thumbs up. And uh, Art chimes in and says, uh, well, it got a little nasty there, but you still managed to get through the thing, and so I'm going to not give you a teamwork penalty on that one. Yeah! <laughs> We've solved your stupid puzzle. And the advice is, the, the lessons, good advice makes for good friends. I didn't want to waste time having you try okay. to guess it. Uh, All right, the fifth and final trial. Uh, You're standing in front of a large cobblestone wall, and again, this wall is mostly styrofoam. 
uh, like a like a theatrical set. Uh, there's a, a door, uh, a, a semicircular door, uh, and a uh, crudely painted sign hanging over the door that marks it as the entrance into the arena. And you hear Art say, "In here, you'll face a deadly opponent. It's up to you to work together, protect each other, and take him down carefully, please." <laughs> Magnus rushes in. <laughs> You open the door. <clears throat> to be fair, I didn't say that. I want to run right through the door. <laughs> you can, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's essentially uh, I want to leave a magnet-shaped hole in the door. <laughs> you just knock the door completely down. Um, and uh, Art, <laughs> Art's like, well, those people have to use this. Like, okay, whatever. Uh, and this arena is absolutely clown town. There are some large foam geometric shapes scattered around the arena, almost like it's like a laser tag arena. Um, and the whole thing is encircled in this styrofoam wall. And in the middle of this McDonald Land play place is a large person wearing a costume made, uh, designed to make them look like a skeletal dragon. But it's really just like a child skeleton costume from the neck down, like a black sort of suit with bones on it and like a spooky skeleton dragon mask up top. And he goes, Roar, I'm Skelly the Skeletal Dragon. I can only be beaten by great teamwork. Magnus sees red. Uh, he's, got a, he's got a bucket and he starts reaching in and getting these little foam balls out and throwing them at all Magnus of you. Magnus tackles him. Uh, <laughs> Actually, everyone make a deck save to avoid these fireballs he's throwing. What am, what am I rolling? A D20. A one. Oh, my God. I rolled a 19. Well, a 17. The point. joke here was supposed to be that you're just getting hit by little foam balls thrown at you by a man in a skeleton costume. But with the one, I think you actually are going to take some damage. <laughs> You take nine points of damage from what? Wait! It, it hits you in the th it hits you in the throat. Did it have railroad spikes sticking out of it? It hits you in the throat, and you get the wind knocked out of you, and you take nine points of damage. Wow! Shit! You know Shoot. that wind Shoot. doesn't live in your throat, right? Huh? <laughs> you get hit in the throat, and the wind doesn't matter. Right, oh, Do you need no. me to keep track of your health, or you need help with your iPad? Let yeah. have his fun. No, I got it. Okay. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, you have this skeleton man throwing. Did you, everybody, oh, Taka, you got hit by styrofoam balls, but it's fine. I can't do I, right. I rolled a 19. Oh, you fucking. It's, it's that, awesome. Are you matrixing over yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, that was supposed to be matrixing. So, uh, what do you do? So what do you guys think we should do? This conversation's <laughs> happening. <laughs> okay. Th thank you. I'm, maybe we should, like, throw the balls back at him. Oh, I like that. I pick up a ball and throw it at the skelly. Uh, all right, do a range attack throw and add, Ooh, let's first say. First one of those bad boys. Let's see how <laughs> this goes. Not great. Uh, 10? Uh, no, you don't hit him with a 10. Okay, I try it. All right, you pick up a ball. It's a two. Jesus, guys, the wheels are falling off. It's the hard to throw foam balls. What'd you roll, Ben? I rolled a two. <laughs> Jesus. Eighteen. <laughs> All right, you throw you throw a foam ball at him, and you hit him in the throat, and you hear you hear him go, and he's, he falls down to the floor, and you have, suck it, Skelly, and you have conquered Skelly, the skeletal dragon. You're welcome. Uh, I cast healing word on the skeleton. Ah. 
Hey, you you did a really good job, guy. Don't worry about your throat. You heal six damage. All right. He stands up and says, uh, oh, man, thanks. And he starts throwing foam balls at all of you again. <laughs> Guys, sometimes them's the breaks, you know? <laughs> I cast enhanceability on Skelly the Skeleton. Okay. I punch he starts the throwing f- the balls at you much harder. Oh, man, I feel fucking awesome. He's not throwing at me. This fucking rules. Yeah. The power is unbelievable. (laughs) I still have my shield, right? Uh, Yeah. I stole my shield. All right, you're blocking the shield. I'm Uh, getting hit by balls. (laughs) You're just getting hit by balls. Anybody want to take initiative here? Yeah. I I swing rail splitter at the guy in a costume. What? Okay. Let's <laughs> oh yeah. my no, God. No, roll a d20. Non, non-lethal damage. Can you specify that? That's a 19. <laughs> oh, no. Plus nine. That's a 28. So he non-lethally hits him for 28. No, 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 that's not the damage. Yeah, roll damage. Yeah, roll damage. <laughs> roll damage on this guy in a costume. <laughs> Who's a co-worker. Wait, okay, wait. I need you to justify this from a character perspective. Why are you hitting a man with an axe? They have a word for that, and it's murderer. They're like shit at us. I'm hitting him with the blunt side. Okay, okay, that works. Oh, yeah, that won't hurt him. It's 11 damage. Okay. Uh, Where do you hit him? In the nerds. On the noggin. On the noggin? Okay. Yeah, the the soft spot. (laughs) He falls... You're not asking Travis, you're asking Matt. He falls to the ground like a sack of bricks. Uh, and you hear him go like, Oh, no. No, 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 no. I start no. prepping another healing word. I'm so proud of your teamwork. Uh, and with that, you've beaten the fifth trial. Uh, and uh, behind you, a, uh, behind the, the dragon, I should say, a another sort of fake uh, set portcullis uh, opens up, uh, which opens up into uh, a staircase leading up to the final chamber. Uh, And you come to a small room with a large wooden treasure chest uh, uh, with a bright light shining down from on top of it. But again, you can kind of tell it's like a prop treasure chest uh, that you might get at a fantasy target or something uh, to decorate a dorm room, maybe. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, yeah, that's all that's in this room is this treasure chest. This sucks! That's Magnus. Okay. Okay. Was that a character voice? Yeah. You're going to open the chest? I open the chest. I think we should open it all together, guys. Okay. Yeah, it's great. All four of you all at the same time. Are you on Twitter over there, Taco? (laughs) No, I was opening some Pringles. You you open up the chest, and a spring-loaded scroll pops out and unfurls, and the word friendship is written on the scroll. (laughs) And a spurt of confetti comes out of the chest. Magnus, Magnus, you want to read the scroll for everybody? It says friendship, Brad. (laughs) Kind of makes you think, right? You hear... uh... (laughs) You hear hear Art's voice say, um, you guys don't seem like you're having a great time in there. Can I ask what the problem is? (laughs) It's not a good test. I'm sorry, Art. (laughs) You don't seem like the trial of teamwork is like engaging you really and teaching you lessons we've, about. We've te- done a lot of shit together that yeah. was like way worse than this. 
Oh, this is too easy. Yeah. Well, why didn't you say so? The oh, ground no. beneath you oh, disappears. <laughs> and all four of you somehow fall perfectly into a hole positioned directly underneath you. And you're going down a long spiraling slide, a fully enclosed tube like a water slide. And after uh, a minute or so of sliding, all four of you pop out of holes in the wall of a new room. It's roughly the size of the one that you were just in, but there's something different about it. The make of this room feels more authentic, like an actual dungeon. Uh, you've, you've been in dungeons before. This one feels more real and less like a set. <laughs> Wait, you guys have been in dungeons before? Oh, yeah. We'll tell you about it when you're older, bro. I actually, you know what? I say that. This may be our first dungeon, and We've that was our first dragon. We've never been in a dungeon. We've done it. Uh, it has this the familiar sulfury dungeony smell. Uh, you're, you notice you know, some you other things. You get some bleach in there. You can take that right out. You notice some other weird things, Brad. You don't notice anything in, in, in peculiar. Taco, you're standing up, but you feel like your vantage point is lower to the ground than usual. And Merle, the inverse is true for you. You're taller than you've ever been. And Magnus, you see Merle and you see Brad, and you see yourself. I'm gonna need you guys to trade character sheets. <laughs> Taco, you realize you are now Merle Highchurch, the dwarven cleric. Uh, Merle, you are now Magnus Burnside's human fighter. And uh, Magnus, Magnus, you are now Taco, the elven wizard. Should we trade costumes, too? <laughs> you will use any excuse to strip. I'm gonna, that's true. That's how I got through college. Can I get those cards, please? I'll tell you about it when you're older. <laughs> I'm not going to get any older. Are you going to die today? <laughs> uh, does everybody have their new character sheets? This is why I said to have all of your character sheets good and ready because other people are going to be using them. Are we all good to go? Yes. I'm doing great. Yeah. Brad, you're still just Brad. Still bradding it up. Yeah, just bradding it out. I'm not wearing um, your hand. Hey, guys, hand, here we go again. Am I'm I not right? going to wear the hand, but you can take it off if you want. Um, how, uh, how do you all respond to be, so I want to make it I clear. Imagine, I immediately fire off a spell. Okay. What do you, what do you cast? I don't know. Hey, do you want to nominate person? Uh, do you, it was the first well, spell on ask. the top of all the right, who do you cast it on? Brad. <laughs> all right, because you've never cast magic before in your brain, you do have this magical body and a magical staff. You manage to cast it. It doesn't last very long, but you do definitely control the mind of Brad for like two seconds. Mm -hmm. uh, and Brad, that's not a good feeling, I don't think. Make mm -hmm. him cuss. Make him say something really dirty. He says fart. fart. All right. <laughs> hey, I figured that this would be about five minutes of the show. Does anybody else have anything they want to do, do with anybody's wanna, body? Do you want to wear my hair? Uh, taco, uh, or I should say Merle, how do you respond to being out of the taco body and in the Merle body, Justin? Um, what am I? You're Merle? Ugh. Wait, do I have a character voice? Uh, yeah, I think sometimes. Same, same okay. character Don't voices coming it, out of though. different bodies. Oh, I can't believe I'm so short. I hate this. Oh, by the way, I look amazing. Look at my hair and my cool pointy hat. I never really appreciated how beautiful I was when I was in my body. And now I'm in this misshapen lump, this uh, aberration, this body that God forgot. <laughs> this sin, this living sin against aesthetics that is, that is. <laughs> Merle High Church, 
I, I really appreciate me so much more. Uh, I am so changing my that's will. That's not my voice. Yeah, Magnus, how do you, or Dad, how do you, Merle, like being in Magnus's form? All right. What is your voice? It's, it's like gruff. It's like a gruff boy. It's gravelly and gruff. Um, uh, <laughs> oh, no. I, I can't. Yeah. Um, I look down. Perfect. And I guess I've been swimming. Oh, man, he did a wiener joke on you. That's non-canonical. Did you hear all the shit Listen, he said about me? I'm just going to say, that's non-canonical. Uh, Magnus? But I will say one, one. That's not your voice. Hey, Justin, use your fucking character voice, yeah, dog. get your character voice. Get your shit together. Use your character voice. Oh, that's better. That's more like, oh, I'm putting these Pringle calories in your body, but I'm getting all the Pringle eating satisfaction myself. It's the grandest illusion of them all. Uh, and Magnus, I imagine you enjoy your, your magical capabilities. It's all you know. I'm want. having a great time. Okay. Uh, let's move on to the first trial uh, of this new trial chamber. Uh, you step in, and it looks familiar, except again, like, it looks real. It looks like a real dungeon. Uh, and it's, um, it's kind of warm in here, and it doesn't take you long to realize what the source of that heat is. Immediately in front of you is the balance beam trial you navigated earlier. Five, six and a half foot long planks of wood resting on metal poles that form a 30 long, foot long zigzag path. But there's no red carpet behind this, underneath this path. Instead, there's a shallow trench filled with glowing, steaming molten rock. The floor is actually literally lava. Magnus rushes in. <laughs> As, as he's rushing in, I cast Enhance Ability. Oh, on shit. That Magnus. Uh, I'm giving him Cat's Grace. Okay. I think that's plus two to acrobatics, so go ahead and roll, roll your, your roll. Are you just running across the whole span of the bridge? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Which one? The 20, 20 one uh, with the number 20 on it. <laughs> wow. It really did. 19! Yeah. You plus, plus some other a, a stuff. A shit ton, yeah. You right. soar across the bridge. You easily make it across to the other side of the gap. Yeah, uh, I think Dad is well prepared to navigate someone else's character sheet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Magnus! Do you have, that is my classic catchphrase. Magnus rules! What's everybody else doing? I'm going to cast Levitate. Oh, uh, you you're stealing. On Merle's body. Oh, okay. So that's t Justin. Okay, Justin, uh, you, Merle, are now floating in the air. And push him over the thing. <laughs> All right. Wee! <laughs> All right, that just leaves you, Taco, and Brad. And I'm going to cast Phantom Steed. Oh, shit! Don't clap yet. How is a horse going to help you? Phantom or not, how is a horse going to help you do this? Yo. <laughs> All right, suddenly right in front of you is the spectral steed. I need steed. you now more than ever, Daryl. First off, I'm not fooled. Second, I know that's you. Second, this seems like a misuse of my skills. <laughs> Did We're you know jump it together. You know You're horses jumping. are kind of a distance thing. <laughs> 
This is a small room. So you're going to make Geralt jump 30 feet? I'm just so excited to have magic. Okay. You mount up on Geralt's spectral back, and what are you doing? You, ju- you jump in Should you mention, I mean, I should clarify if you haven't listened before, Geralt is a, the world's most beautiful binocorn. He's a unicorn with two horns, and they're both rainbows, and he's fucking the best character in the whole thing. So what's up? What are we doing? Yeah, let's poop and get off the pot here, Trap. Uh, I'm going to cast Reduce on, on Geralt and put him in my pocket. <laughs> All right, Tiny Geralt, what's that sound like? Yeah, fine. You're coming with me, Geralt. All right. I run across the board. <laughs> okay, make a fucking acrobatics roll. You've just wasted so much time. That's a four. That's three. That is not, that is not adequate. Uh, you hey, that's my so- body. Be careful, idiot. You make a deck save for me as you uh, teeter off. You make it about halfway off the bridge, and you lose your balance and go off the right side. That's a 20. That's a 17. Okay, you manage to catch yourself on the edge of the thing. You are now hanging off of the balance beam bridge. Uh, I don't know how we're going to get out of this one, Gerald. <laughs> well, that's, are... that's a real shame for you because I'm a My Little Pony now. <laughs> Brad. I know how this shakes out. You know, you guys are working so much better this time. What's going on? He's dangling over a bit <laughs> yeah, he's of lava. He's dangling over lava. I start walking over the bridge. Okay. Hey, you need a hand there, buddy? I do. I, I reach down to give him a hand. Make a... I make, use the umbrella strap to do feather fall myself. <laughs> into the You're going to fall into lava. <laughs> no, no, no. It makes me really light, so you can pick me yeah, up. Yeah, I think it makes him lighter. All right, so roll a... Uh, Act, what would be lift? I guess a strength check with advantage because you're also kind of keeping your balance. <laughs> Not really good at that. Well, you have advantage, so you can roll two because he's made himself very, very light. Oh boy, sixteen. Okay, yeah, you get him back up on the bridge, and then the, all of you have crossed the bridge to the other side. You just got your life saved by Brad. I pat him on the butt. Okay. <laughs> Brad files a report on himself. Inappropriate uh, touching. Yeah. We're at trial two. Uh, you burned this tiny horse, Brad. <laughs> you give Geralt to Brad? I did. All right. I take Geralt. I say, hey, Geralt, it's great to meet you. I'm a huge fan. Oh, Geralt's not going to put you. up with that shit. I guess he Yo, does. yeah, that's cool. It's just so good to meet you, too. Can I get a picture with you after this? I know it's a little weird. I but... only last an hour, my <laughs> dude. Let's no, see no, no, how no. quickly these dipshits pull through. Uh, you are standing in front of another 15-foot-high wall. Uh, this one is metal, not wood. Uh, and uh, it's, it's, not, it's not totally smooth, though. It's got these small uh, circular cutouts that are just shallow enough for you to get kind of a finger hold in. Um, so it's going to be tricky to climb up this thing, but it's doable. But in front of the wall are two small crates, and sitting on top of each one is a strange apparatus that looks like two belts attached by a 10-foot-long cord. Uh, and they look like a pair of belt handcuffs, essentially, and there's two of these. Uh, and uh, there's, uh, the, yeah, there's one pair of these tethered belts on each box, and you hear Art say, uh, before attempting that wall, you need to choose a partner. Choose wisely, because this is not a trial where you want to work with dead weight. I jump forward and look at you all expectantly. Oh, my God. I, I think uh. Brad should go with Taco. <laughs> he seems like the only competent one of the four of us. I guess it's just you and me, Magnus. Wait. Wait, this is getting very confusing. It's getting so fucking confusing. 
Uh, so you are teaming up with Taco's body. I, <laughs> maybe? What? No, I was teaming up with Magnus's body. Okay, you're teaming up with Magnus's body that has no, bra- Merle I, in it. Ma- Holy shit. Start over. Who's teaming up with who in this? Okay. Matt Merle body said Taco body should go with Brad Brad. Oh. Cause Brad, cause Two Merle... people raise your hands right now. That's one. That's two. We got it. There it is. We did it. Taco and Brad are team number one. Uh, you all strap on these belts, uh, and you are tethered by a 10-foot-long cord. Uh, what do you... Cool. Let's get up that I, wall. Cast, I cast animate objects, and I animate the wall. To do what? <laughs> to carry us up. Oh, God. <laughs> Just very Roger Rabbit. Okay, no, let's do this because we've gone so long. Uh, Gross metal hands like that one super creepy scene in the labyrinth. Just kind of (laughs) like... Do you guys want to ride? You you ride up. It's really comfortable, guys. The two of you have made it on top of the wall, and as soon as you get to the top, your belts fall off, and you are untethered, and you have cleared the trial. Uh, Merle and Magnus... I grab, I grab Merle's. No, 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 he doesn't no, just no. yell all the time. No, you wouldn't. If you wouldn't. It, like, okay, let, me say, uh, let, me, let me give me an example. I pat my dad on the shoulder. Like, I don't have to do that. I just patted you on the shoulder. So, okay. like, you can just say that so normal. when I talk about what I'm doing, I right, can just talk just normal. normal. What are you guys uh, going to do to get over this wall? Okay. I, uh, what the fuck? Now you do that voice. <laughs> Die a thousand deaths. I rush over and I grab Merle's. Short but really well sculpted body. <laughs> sure. And I notice he's been working out. Excellent, excellent, excellent. And I throw that little pecker right over the wall. Are you putting on the belt? Whee! Are you yes. putting on? Okay, you have the belts on and you throw him up ten feet, and then the cord snaps and it pulls you forward and you smash into the wall and then he falls ten feet, and both of you take Seven points of damage. But it was funny, right? It was super fucking it was funny. Pretty, it was pretty funny. If you admit it. Yeah, let's, let's call that one a rough draft, guys. <laughs> okay. Uh, Second let me try. So I'm dead now, right? No, you're not dead. Body. Oh, Magnus. Oh, okay. Seven. I have a lot of hit points. Okay, smartass. What are you going to do? I'm going to turn around to the wall. Yep. And I'm going to cast Flame Strike on Shit. the wall. Okay. Yeah. A vertical column of divine fire roars from the heavens in a location. Guys, where they're standing on top of the fucking wall. <laughs> Wait, you are trying to get to the top, aren't we? Let me try again. No, I mean, you got to do it now. I don't have to do anything. Okay, I have fire on the ceiling. I'm like, her, her, good job, guys. And then I'm like, let me try another spell. <laughs> and I probably, I, I hope Art's office is directly above us. And there's a column of divine flame just shot through his okay. floor. Do I really have a spell like that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to summon the one person that can help us. Oh, good. Della Reese. Della Reese. Okay. 
I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get through this quickly. You summon a guardian angel who looks at, like Della Reese, and she gives you a comforting hug, and then I think grabs you by the tethering cord. That's the thing, cord. I just picks us up. Yeah, like, well, like, she picks you up by the tethering cord, so you two kind of slap together like nunchucks Like, like those knockers you get at Myrtle Beach. Yeah. Like truck nuts. Uh, like truck nuts, yeah. <laughs> turns you into living truck nuts and deposits you, and she says, uh, that was a waste of my time, and disappears. We've been touched by an angel. Uh, Burned by an angel. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you're on to the fourth challenge. Uh, right? Another hey, no, third we, challenge. Guys, we haven't accrued any teamwork penalties We're this doing time. great. Yeah, you're doing a good job. And um, except maybe we killed Art earlier. <laughs> so there may not be anybody left. Travis hit him with an axe. But not in the way you think. Uh, okay, yeah. The third, the third trial is Trust Falls. Only this time it is not a shrunk down wall. It is a 15-foot wall. Uh, and uh, Art says, let's do it right this time, maybe. Please do it right this time. Do this one right this time and don't make it little and like a joke. I worked really hard on this. <laughs> mm. uh, can I do an investigate check to look for gum on the floor? Yes, sir. <laughs> he just only got totally so much hair. He actually says, this will be fun. 22. Says, uh, no gum. Uh, he says, uh, actually, we need to start out with a designated catcher. I don't want you guys to fall a bunch of feet. So, Brad, why don't you actually head down, uh, go down those stairs on the back of the wall, and you could be the first catcher. How's that sound? That sounds great. I'd love that. All right, you go down the stairs, and you are standing at the bottom of the wall, ready to catch a person. I have my arms out. I say, you can do a taco. That's me. Okay. I, I fall. All right. So, as taco... Uh, puts his back to the ledge and starts to fall backwards. Right as he starts to fall backwards, you see a hatch open up in the back of the wall and it reveals this pedestal with a beautiful shining ruby on it. And it's right there, right in front of you as Taco falls through the air. Wait, a, a, a ruby for me? Just a beautiful ruby directly in front of you that opens up like a little prize hatch. That's really tempting. I love yeah, get rubies. Ruby. I forgot to mention that about Brad. Brad is crazy for rubies. Well, he's a winter, and they look good with his complexion. Uh, I feel like Taco definitely See? casts Featherfall with the Umbra style. Oh, no, 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 no. definitely did, don't We're you? not retconning that. Brad, what do you do? Brad, do you keep your position? I keep my position, and I start humming arms wide open under my breath. <laughs> And when I land in his arms, I say, hello, my friend, we meet again. <laughs> I, resist the, I resist the urge to give him a little friendly kiss on the cheek. You can do it if you want to. I don't mind. It's uh, against regulations for HR. <laughs> okay. I, I'm going to say because you sang a bar of a Creed song, you used your bardly powers to empower yourself and catch him easily and not have to make a roll for that one. <laughs> uh, who's doing next? Me. I jump off. You know, um, not for nothing, but his uh, his spell cards are largely useless. <laughs> okay. Like, I, thank I you. I can look for one. They're not very good. Yes, thank you very much. No, unless you need to heal people. I mean, you could defo, you could yeah, defo yeah. do that for sure, like a ton. Uh, well, okay. I, I haven't seen you heal anybody. Nobody's gotten. Clint. We've been getting hurt all over we gotta, the place. We gotta pick up the face just so a I little fell, bit. Okay, I fell. okay. Uh, you fall off the back of the platform. Same thing happens. Merle, uh, um, Taco, only this time you see it. The hatch in the wall opens up and uh, uh, there's a beautiful shining gemstone Grab inside it. of it. Grab the gemstone, Taco. You can do it. 
<laughs> I'll be fine. My body's made and of rubber. He can, he can always heal himself. But the thing I is, can. This is interesting because I feel like the taco body instinctively reaches for it. <laughs> but like the Magnus mind is like, I don't care. And, and, uh, so do I need to do like a battle with my own body? Uh, yeah, what does he mean to battle can, his own body? <laughs> I think you can just say whether or not you do it. Nah. Okay. Yeah, you stand in place and you catch, uh, you catch Merle as he falls off the wall. And Magnus, you're the only one still at the top. What do you do? I, uh, I fall. Okay. <laughs> but as I fall in really cool action movie style. You're just supposed to fall backwards. It's a fucking trust fall. I, I flipped before. You let me flip Okay, you're before. right. You did it bad, though. And you got a teamwork penalty. Well, I was going to stick a dagger in the wall and let it slow me <laughs> Okay, <down>. cool. <laughs> it's a metal wall. It's your body. You do shit like that all the time. Okay, make, right. an, make an attack roll on the wall, then. It's a great Wait, Am I catching him? Not now. Okay, I, I cast Zone of Truth on myself. <laughs> You're fucked. <laughs> but I do thank you for using Zone of Truth. Zone of Truth is a copyrighted feature. Of Dungeons and Dragons. Of Wizards of the Coast, LLC. I rolled, a, I rolled a two. Okay. Ping! Like, your dagger just bounces off of it, and you fall, and you're way out of position to be caught. I and pop him with, with uh, Featherfall. Oh, okay, you hit him with Featherfall, uh, and this gives you uh, the three of you a longer-than-normal window. You see this hatch open up, and there's a beautiful, shining red ruby inside. You know I... Don't fucking touch it, Taco! <laughs> You're uh, going to have to stop me. I reach in and grab the... No, the, I'm going to use Dominate Person. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. It must exceed a wisdom saving throw. All right, make a wisdom saving throw, uh, Merle. Nat 20. Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> Nothing stops me from getting rubies that I desire. All right, yeah. Merle, you reach in and grab this ruby, and nothing happens. You just have this beautiful ruby. Hell yeah! And it's worth a thousand gold pieces. It always pays. It's one thousand gold pieces, and I guess Merle has it. That's right. Stick it in Merle's bag. I, re- pal. I go over and put it in Taco's bag. <laughs> Why? Then, wait, is Zone of Truth still effective? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That was awesome. I don't regret anything. Okay. <laughs> Uh, you fall to the floor, Magnus, but you had feather fall on, so you, it is fairly harmless. Okay. Uh, fourth trial. We're almost done with this, guys. I promise. I take my bag and I, I give it to to Merle. Jesus. Uh, okay. I'm not gonna take it because you're trying to give it to me from my body. Wait. Moving no. on. Oh man, we can't get stuck in the weeds again. <laughs> I don't want to have to re- reboot you a third time. Okay. I give it to Barney. Uh, you make it to the fourth trial. <laughs> You guys make it to the fourth trial, which is the totem of constructive criticism. And yes. in place of all four of these heroes are four fucking skeletons. And here's why. Not a single one of you followed the constructive criticism that you offered the person whose body you currently inhabit from the first round of trials. Oh, Taco, like you were casting p- spells like fucking crazy. Merle, you didn't heal anybody. Magnus, you literally rushed into the first trial. Okay, Brad, no, wait, you no, no, wait, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I did enhance his abilities, which is like pre-healing, to save myself from healing him later. That's the, a good point. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure, my dude. All right. 
audience, audience poll, who thinks that Merle passed his own constructive criticism? And who thinks he failed? Oh, f- <laughs> Suck my dick, seriously. <laughs> Fucking a-hole. I love the adventure zone, do you? <laughs> I'm not so sure. Uh, and Brad, you didn't tell us anything more about yourself, really. No, other than, than I love fucking rubies, dude. <laughs> yeah, rubies. we learned that. Uh, all, all four of you take 19 points of necrotic damage <laughs> as black energy pours out of the statue and sort of encompasses your body. You know, I deserve that, actually. <laughs> uh, okay. And we are on to the final trial, and you are standing in front of the entrance to an... Do you not have a pen? It's not my character sheet anyways. Uh, you're standing in front of the entrance to the arena again, only it's very real this time. It's not paper mache walls. It is a real uh, scary-looking cobblestone arena. There's blood splashes on the wall. Um, there's some skeletons chained up by the entrance. Uh, it's, a, it's a pretty scary scene. Are they, are they dead skeletons, or are they, like, wiggling around? No, these are dead skeletons. That's a fair okay. question. Yeah. <laughs> No, these are dead. These are the skeletons of the dead variety. Thank I say, you. guys, guys, uh, guys, let's huddle up real quick. I think okay. we can do this one. We've been doing great so far. Uh, Magnus Taco. What podcast are you listening to? <laughs> you know what? Here's no matter no matter how many times we get knocked down, we pick ourselves back up. You know what? You guys all get a dice of bardic inspiration. Cool. So take one eight-sided die, and you get to roll it sometime when you need an extra eight-sided die to add to something. Okay, fantastic. I'm going to switch to bar. It's called fantastic. using the rules, guys. Um, here's what I'm going to do. Okay. I'm going to work with my team, because I don't know what the shit any of my spells do. So, Taco, <laughs> you tell me what spells to use when. That's good. Okay. <laughs> you already got Garrel, right? Wait, who are you? <laughs> Wait, I'm a hybrid. <laughs> he is the daywalker. I'm a terrible island of Dr. Moreau's style of elimination. <laughs> um, I can't play two characters at once. <laughs> I mean, admittedly, it would still be better than Dad, but <laughs> I had nothing to do with this conversation. Listen, guys. We don't do a lot well, but the one thing we do, Dale, do do well, I think we can do well here, and that's beat ass. Let's beat some ass! And I cast Mass Cure Wounds. Oh, okay. Everybody... I have that spell? Fuck you. Uh, Let's just say everybody's healed back up to full so we don't waste time. Hell yeah. Yeah, Uh, that's some good DMing. Yeah. Well, it is when you have four minutes. Um, (laughs) Now, we have a little bit... We started late. We can go a little bit later than, what, six... Six. Just keep going. Dinner's at six thirty. We're good. Okay. Uh, you charge into the battle after that cool catchphrase that I completely stepped on by checking on time for a minute there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you are in the arena. Only it is not Clown Town this time. Uh, it is uh, pitch black. The door shuts behind you, and this time you can't seem to get it open. And the sconces on the wall burst into bright green flame, which illuminate the arena. And you see you're standing on a big pile of bones that make it kind of <laughs> tricky to walk around. And 20 feet or so in front of you, a massive rib cage emerges from the bone pile, and then two big skeletal wings, and then two large claws forming the shape of a real skeletal dragon, only it doesn't have a head. There's no head on it. And you hear Art chime in and say, uh, Now, uh, 
Let's tally up those teamwork penalties. And then suddenly, three skulls attached to three long bony necks emerge, sort of flanking uh, the body of the skeletal dragon, one for each teamwork penalty you've incurred so far. Uh, Go get them, Rad! And uh, all three heads uh, roar, uh, ready for battle. And with your permission, I think let's not do initiative. Let's just, uh, one of you guys take an action, and then I'll take an action, and we'll just go back Free and forth. Freeform. Freeform, uh, baby. Okay, Jazz. as requested, Trav, here's the spell that you should cast on Taco's Do this in body. character? No, you got to do this in character. You're yelling as Merle to Taco. Ta- Taco, quick, cast this on yourself. I cast greater invisibility on myself. <laughs> Okay. Excellent. Taco poof vanishes. I think you have feigned death. Uh, in there. That means I have an attack now. Uh, the uh, body. Of Wait, hold the... on. That was just an action, and then I run underneath the dragon, invisible. Okay, you're inside of the dragon's rib cage. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the dragon does not see you do that, obviously, because this body doesn't have a head. But with its claws, it's going to swipe at Brad. Okay. Uh, Brad, obviously a crowd that is favorite. A, that is a s- you know, it's fine. It's cool. 17 versus AC Brad. Uh, my AC's 11. Jesus, Brad? <laughs> what is Brad? Can I ask, what's Brad wearing? This? Basically this, yeah. I have a clipboard. You're a protection fighter. Okay, he, uh, he hits you uh, and sort of rakes you across the chest and you fall backwards. Uh, and you take 14 points of damage, and your fucking clipboard (laughs) goes flying into the bone pile. I loosen my tie. Now it's Brad's time to shine. All right, Brad. What you got? I say, uh, say, dragon, focus on me. Focus on me. And I keep pointing at my eyes and pointing at its ribcage, and I cast Compelled Duel. So it can only, it has to pass a wisdom saving throw, and if it fails, it can only attack me. Because I'm standing up for my buds. Okay. Yeah, he rolled a, he rolled a nine, uh, mm. which is okay news, I guess. Uh, Simmer down, you gotta focus on me, man. Okay. Uh, with that, I need... Are you mad because you don't have a head ribcage dragon thing? I'll talk a little bit of smack now. I don't know. I think that's an honest question. You know, when I was... <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, uh, Magnus, Dad, make a dexterity saving throw. I haven't done anything yet. Yep. yep. Oh, it's a five. <laughs> oh, and Jesus. Add... Doesn't matter. Uh, it doesn't matter? <laughs> uh, two of the dragon heads uh, shoot a beam of green flame at you, hitting you for 21 points of damage. <laughs> I've got lots of help. <laughs> Not anymore. Uh, who's doing something? We're so close. Uh, uh, yeah, you go. Go ahead. I uh, see this incredible sacrifice that, uh, what, what's his face? <laughs> Brad. Uh, Brad, that's right. Uh, and I cast Spiritual Weapon. Okay. Uh, I'm going to create a flowing... Sp- I, I rush over to Brad, and I create a... In front of him, and I create a floating spectral weapon within range that lasts for the duration... Uh, let's see. 
Uh, on a hit, the target takes force damage equal to one d8 plus your spellcasting ability modifier. Can I make a request? Do you have? Do you know what the spiritual weapon is going to be? Yeah. Okay. What is it? Uh, it's it's like a um, it's a um. <laughs> fuck. So you didn't have an idea of what you wanted. I didn't to have be. an idea. Okay. Me, me can it be? Can it be uh, his clipboard, but beautiful and glowing and magical, like a shield that you could use as a weapon? Yes. I yes. I see his clipboard. That's what he I'm has so written ins- right here. Yeah. It says beautiful clipboard. <laughs> okay. You so, have a you have a new magical spiritual clipboard that you have, like Captain America's shield that you can use as a weapon. No, 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 no. It's his mug. It's oh, it's his mug. Okay, it's that's his even giant better. mug that he raises up, and it's got like spikes. And what does the mug? Shit. What does the mug say on it? It says "soar" and then defines it to climb to new heights and achieve great things. <laughs> okay. And then I and then Just and then I shall remind myself of that. Sometimes. Soar on this motherfucker. Uh, do you want to go ahead and use that that weapon for an attack? I would love to use it as on an attack. One of the three heads of the rib cage. On the rib cage. Okay. I roll a nine. <laughs> Teen. Nineteen. Uh, you have advantage on the roll because the weapon is so cool. Oh. Uh, no, I got a 15. Okay, yeah, that is enough. It's an unarmored, just sort of bony rib cage. Uh, you bring this thing, uh, this, this magical cup down and uh, hit it. And uh, let's just say you break three of the eight ribs. That's how we'll track damage in this fight. Uh, and those, some of those bony shards rain down on you, Mag, uh, Taco, invisible inside. Uh, from within it, I point at two of the heads and okay. cast Banishment. Oh, okay. I, I am still playing, right? Yeah, do you want to yeah. take, take it? Just jump in, baby. It's free form. It's like yeah. jazz up here. It's all about the turns you don't take. <laughs> the dragon heads have to uh, pass a charisma saving throw. Oh, that's not their <laughs> jam. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, 14? What's your spellcasting modifier? Dad's not going to know the answer to that. Oh. Better than that. <laughs> All right. Yeah, two of the dragon heads just poof, disappear. I'm oh. go fuck you. Oh, it feels good. <laughs> All right, you got one dragon head and a damaged rib cage. Why don't you take a turn, Magnus? Magnus rushes in. Fuck yeah, what are you doing? He takes an uh, old rail splitter. Okay. Is it rail splitter? Yep. And he, <laughs> and he does it two-handed because that's even more badass. And he runs up to the third dragon and he hits him on the C7. Okay. Is that right? C7. <laughs> hits him at C7, inspired by a tattoo. Roll that shit. And it's a 17, by God. Yeah. You cut. Plus, I add nine to that. You so hit 26. It. You hit it in one of its vertebrae and the whole neck just. C7. The, the C7. <laughs> a dragon's natural weak point. Um. <laughs> You don't need to roll damage. The neck just sort of teeters over, and the, the bony sort of structure just kind of falls apart. You've destroyed the third head. Uh, Chiroprac that. How's, is that good? <laughs> no, that is my catchphrase. It's good enough. Wait, Griffin, can you say it now? Can you say it? We, we solved it? Oh, no, there's still a ribcage. It's got claws and still attacking Shit. you. You haven't solved any fight. I'll let you know when the dragon puzzle's been solved, Justin. You got something, don't you? You got something. Uh, yeah. Brad, it looks like you've got something you want to do. Uh, I was waiting for it to attack me again because I want... Okay, yeah, no, it's, uh, this thing has not gone in a while. It definitely is going to take another swing at Brad. Um, oh, shit, that's a critical hit. Okay. Guys, I think this is the end of Brad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. No, you have a thing. 
I don't have a thing. You're a protection dude. The dice rolls you weren't too bad. Advantage. Okay, I there cast was still... protection. That, no, that's no. It got done already. What? You take 19 points of damage, Brad. Oh. <laughs> okay, I'm still alive. <laughs> okay. That was... Uh, did you want to have... You know, I'm sensing a lot of anger from you, Ribcage. Um, does it stem from you not having a head? That's the the Ribcage kind of like <laughs> nods up and down like it... Like, do I have to cast Zone of Truth on you right now? It sits there and it taps its claws. It goes, no. Shakes its body left to right. You're ready to express your own truth without magic, aren't you, Ribcage? <laughs> <laughs> It sits there for a second. It goes up and down, yes. What's bothering you right now, buddy? You see... You see, you I, see its claws just go... <laughs> Griffin is indicating to his head, for those of you listening at Guys, home. it's your head. It's his head. He's, he's missing his oh, head. Oh, he's missing his head. I cast calm emotions on the ribcage. <laughs> Okay. What is that? Does that do anything? It chills him out. <laughs> okay. And then, and then, uh, and then Merle casts Flame Strike on the ribcage. <laughs> All right. Uh, I have to roll a dexterity saving throw, I think, to get out of the way. Indeed. Okay. Uh, that's a two. All right. Just so way here too chill. is six, three. Oh. One, so ten, and then four. Okay, 14 points of damage. Uh, You take that definitely, Taco, since you're inside of the ribcage that he just set on fire. Oh, no, make a dexterity saving throw. And then 4d6 radiant damage. Oh, Jesus. Two. One. Twelve. Two. Plus three, fifteen. What the hell are you guys doing? Sorry, what did you roll, Travis? Fifteen, which I think is fifteen. Okay, yeah, you dodge through the gap in the broken ribs that uh, Brad made for you and get out of the way of this flame strike. Eleven radiant damage. Okay, it's weak to both of those types of damage, so this rib cage just explodes. (laughs) Uh, And you have solved my skeletal dragon puzzle. Let's let's wrap this up real quick. Uh, You. A portcullis opens on the other end of the arena, leading to a long staircase leading upwards, and you reach another small treasure chamber at the end of the room. This one, again, real, like a dungeon treasure chamber, not like a movie set. Um, Brett, you do the honors. And there's a treasure chest sitting right there. I think we should do it all at once, guys. Okay, buddy. (laughs) All four of you put your hands on the treasure chest and open it up. And it explodes. And a wave of force emits from it. Uh, knocking all of you backward uh, and onto your backs. Good call, Brad. Brad. Really good job, Brad. Fucking dick. You feel really weak. You actually all are incapacitated right now, meaning you can't take any actions. And Art's voice comes from the loudspeaker, and he says, uh, you all made this way too easy. Did you really not recognize me the whole time? Did you not recognize the face of the man whose life you ruined so long ago? Well, I suppose it's not important now. I admit this is a fairly circuitous method of getting my revenge, but it worked, didn't it? Goodbye, jerks. And the loudspeaker clicks off, and spikes come out of the ceiling, and suddenly the ceiling is lowering down to kill all four of you. Do you have any final words for each other? This is your fault, Brad. (laughs) Smooth move, X-Lax. 
I didn't want to open the chest, but no. That is not together. Great character voice. How Magnus sounds at all. Do you have any now? Any last words? I just want to say, I've lost a lot. There's a Magnus, but in tacos. I want to make that clear. And I, okay. And I'm just glad that I found a new family. (laughs) And I'm sad to lose this one too. Ah. Anybody else? Except for Brad. I mean, we just met Brad. I think you you actually turned out to be not such a wang. And we probably could have been buds in another life. Taka just takes out the ruby stole and cradles it like the old couple in Titanic. <laughs> uh, Magnus. Dad Magnus. Any last words? Anything you want to say to the crew before you're killed? Uh, I... I wish it hadn't happened. Okay. <laughs> and Brad, final words? I had a really great time getting to know you guys this weekend. I had a lot of fun. Uh, as you all finish your final words, just as the spikes are from above are about to impale you, the floor disappears again, and you're falling through another set of four slides, and you're going down this, these slides for like a minute, and uh, you, uh, you emerge from the end of the slide, and you can see daylight, and you've emerged in that very first chamber uh, that you first went into the dungeon, the one with the, the etching on the floor that reads, Inter, uh, inter Colleagues Exit Best Friends. And standing in front of you is Art Goodfriend. And you're back in your original bodies. You can tell you're back in your original... Oh, we don't have time to... I'm ch- back in my beautiful, big-dicked body. <laughs> <laughs> that is canonical. Uh, and Art Goodfriend says, uh, That's right. Y'all just got done dirty, like the game starring Michael Douglas. I know my methods seem a bit harsh, but how good of friends are all you right now? I look at you guys, expectantly waiting for you to say that we're great (laughs) friends. Um, One thing I did want to tell you guys is, does anybody know who buys rupees around here? (laughs) Uh, Anybody else have anything they want to say? I punch our good friend. Okay. Make an attack roll. Wait, I cast enhance ability on him. Yes. Okay, yes, great. Uh, roll, get a gain advantage on well, your I, roll. Uh, 14. Uh, yeah, so 14 uh, with phantom face. Okay. Uh, it's plus eight. So yeah, you punch, you punch our good friend in the face. No need to roll damage. And he sees you enhance his ability. And he takes it and he like spits out blood. And, and he goes, I say, that's for Brad. And he spits out some blood and he goes... It's me. <laughs> he sees you in Anson's ability. You punch him in the face. He spits out blood and he goes, teamwork. <laughs> and that's the episode. Thank you all for listening. Uh, this has been the Adventure Zone. I hope you liked it. And uh, have a good rest of the Max Fun Con.